Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hi, what's up? Welcome back. It is the Don and Steve experience on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine has the day off today. Elizabeth Reese from Twin Cities Live is filling in all morning long. Hi, gang. Hi, Elizabeth. I'm happy to be here. It feels nice to be it's great to back have you. on the show with you. Uh, we're one hour in and we're a three-hour show. Listen, we don't do an hour and a half and tap out. And that's with, you know, deep respect for what yeah, you do yeah. on the television show. I'm, I've had so much coffee today. I'm hitting oh, really? the coffee so hard. You know, I got this fancy coffee machine recently. Oh, you did? And um, What, what kind? You, what do you, you mean? you got to come over and have it. Like a French press? Well, some or, uh... people pronounce it Jura, and others say Jura. So I know this it's like, brand. Yeah, yeah. It's fancy. You push a button, and then, like, you can make anything. You got to come over. Like, it's it, like an espresso? Could you do an espresso? I can do a latte. I can do a flat white. I can get you a cappuccino oh. whenever you want with the mere push of a button. And um, oh it my is, gosh, it's unbelievable. It's of like course, this is the of thing. Of course, you would get this. Well, I just okay, googled this. It wasn't me. It was Jay who got it. Jay, my beloved husband, my handsome, handsome husband, who well paid, he I likes hope. to well. <laughs> He likes to do like a fun thing. He works in sales, you know, so if yes. he has like a, a deal or something, he likes to do one fun thing with it. And so he knows I love coffee. And, um, you know, and frankly, he kind of like was lackluster on a couple of holidays for me for okay. gifts. And so okay. then one day he was just like, guess what's coming? I wow. got you this thing and I think you're going to love it. And I know you don't think you need this. And um, but I think that we're going to love it. It has turned out to be like the the best and you have a really nice coffee coffee. bar area in your kitchen and so you can really sort of theme up that space may i ask what model you got the z10 the e6 the nf4 the s8 you got the s8 Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh friends listen i don't have the bleep button so i can't tell you the price of it but if you just google Libby, you got the I S8? I was just looking. I'm looking at Google right now. <laughs> I typed in Jura Coffee Maker. First of all, it auto-corrected to Jurassic World, which I'm going to go see. And then I go, and I get there. And I'm like, wow, the NF4, kind of pricey at eight ninety nine. dollars yeah. Oh, friends, eight ninety nine is a distant memory by the time I went to the E6. And then the Z10, the E6 automatic. Um, I wow. know. You get it he at had Williams a buddy Sonoma. who got it. And then he got obsessed and he bought it directly from them and it showed up and I was just like, I mean, I did the same thing. I was like, no, no, we don't, ah, this is what? <laughs> and then, um, 
And then he's like, I think you're going to think this is the best thing ever. And, you know, my my life's journey is to turn my home into a wellness center slash hotel. <laughs> so I want things like empty drawers like they have at hotels. Yes. And um, and then I have I want things that make it feel like a wellness center so that I don't have to go to a wellness center or a hotel. I just like live that in my everyday life. Plus, you have a, so, an approach to purchasing things, which is buy fewer, better things. Fewer better things is my jam. Like I don't yeah. go to the Target dollar spot, folks. Like mm-hmm. I really don't. And guess what? You go ten trips to the Target dollar st- spot, you end up spending ten dollars. Ladies that's and gentlemen, are you and writing it, this it, down? <laughs> and it will, it'll break you. I mean, that ten dollars will break you. And so I, but I do. I am into fewer better things, as yes. you know. Yes. And um, and then I'm also into like the the little things that bring you joy and that you use and appreciate every day. I would rather spend money on that than like one Disney vacation that my children would enjoy. I would (laughs) (laughs) great coffee every day. Let me tell you though, every person I had over the Jura E eight S eight S eight. Hey Rocco. I need you on your own from the privacy of your own booth and make sure your mic is off because you're gonna scream. Look up the Jura, J-U-R-A, S-8. Jura S-8. I did just tell Rocco. Rocco drives past my house every day on the way to drop off his son at school. (laughs) And so then I was texting him the other day about something else. And then I said, well, maybe, um, I'm like, well, when you, he said, I finally figured out this is your house. And like, I drive past it every day. And I said, well, you should slow down and I'll put a coffee in your hand when you're driving past. And then now you know why. Yeah. Because I have a super fancy coffee machine. And people, um, I had uh, some friends over. I had a girlfriend in town from college. And so some of our other college girlfriends came over. They hadn't seen each other in like 20 years. I said, let's get some pastries and have coffees at my house. And they came over and they were like, this coffee's unbelievable. Yeah. And I'm using like good beans, but like my normal regular beans that mm-hmm. I buy. So it's not like any big change. I should I'm telling you, Steve. I I did some I hadn't done pour over coffee in quite some time. I know. That had I been a while. That. And then I did that's it nice. again. And uh yeah. and that's good. Now when I could not do it, I don't think, is in the morning because I am very much I want the coffee to be ready. Either like the push of a button or already I want the pot filled in the morning because I just feel so sluggish. But for an afternoon coffee, I like the idea of making coffee a little less like I'm refilling a jug all day and a little more of an intentional Mm -hmm. experience with the coffee. So so I I jibe with that. I I get where you're coming from. Um, It's it's good. Did you know, too, though, that like all like beans are beans? You know how on sometimes when you buy beans and it says espresso Yes, like I do that's know a that. marketing deal, according to my friend Viviana, who owns Willow's Coffee. Oh who yeah, she knows what imports she's coffee about. beans directly from her dad's coffee farm. Um, it's all it's all marketing because I use the same beans in my machine, and it's the brewing method. So like I can push the espresso button. I don't have to do anything; yeah. it just does it because this machine is also the smartest thing in our house. It's smarter than all of the humans. It's yeah. unreal. It's so smart. And um, so you just push it. So like I push espresso. I've been making iced Americanos. I push one shot of espresso. I have it come out. I pour it over ice. I add some cream. I add water. And I have saved myself $4. Now, it's going to take a while. (laughs) I don't know if we're at the point of the conversation yet where we're saying that you saved money. I need to stop you on that, Libby. Okay. I Googled the Jura I told you I don't go to the dollar spot. That's right. 
and and you've right. saved up all those dollars, one dollar at a time, and uh, and now you can make a splashy purchase like this. Well, listen, who am I to throw stones? Last week I spent a thousand dollars on trees. Yeah. All right. Now some people would really? say what I'm doing is investing in the earth. You know, I've gone green actually. I'm going to explain what happened in my yard uh, over the weekend. We'll we'll do that in a. We're going to push that around. We're going to do that in a little bit. When we come back, though, uh, we're going to talk a little stranger thing. So 1045 Tree Talk, please set your break at work accordingly. (laughs) But when we uh, come back, a double dose of stranger things. I watched two episodes. I want to tell you, without any spoilers, what I think has changed and if I think it's for the better or not. Plus, an 80s hit suddenly number one because of Stranger Things. We'll tell you which one. When we come back, Donna and Steve on My Talk. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It is the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. You can always stream us live. We have a website. We pay the domain fee every month. It's mytalk1071.com. You can download the MyTalk app. You can download your favorite shows as individual podcasts. All sorts of ways to listen. And thanks so much for listening, however you happen to do so. Donna Valentine is out today. Elizabeth Reese, fancy TV star, is with us in uh, on the airwaves today, all show long. How are you mm-hmm. enjoying the experience an hour and 17 minutes in? I love being on this show. It's very fun. It's really enjoyable. I love having Rocco in. I got to see oh. my friend Don, who I've missed yeah. so much since I was unceremoniously relieved of my dirt alert duties a few months ago. <laughs> it was a um, nasty firing. Yeah, it was. It was emotional. You know, they threw the book at me. An actual. <laughs> How book. many times did you think that you were going to be asked to no longer do dirt alerts before they asked you? To no longer do dirt alerts. Oh, about like 150 times. How many times Basically, did every I hear time you say I was, that? Like, oh, I'm going to meet about with About 150 today. times. Every time I was called into a meeting, I was like, they're going to, this, this has been too good to be true. They're going to tell me that it's just not going to, it's not going to work out. Which it's, it, you know, I miss, I just miss chatting with the friends. So I'm happy yeah. to be back with you guys. Hopefully I'll get to do um, some fill in on the Jason and Alexis show too. Oh, and, that'd be fun. And just be around to help out where I'm, you know, needed and maybe moderately wanted. Yes, I'll take moderately. Well, however it comes, we love having you here. So thanks for hanging out with us. A little Stranger Things news. Did anybody watch any episodes of Stranger Things over the weekend? Part one of season four came out on Friday. I've only watched season one, and Same. I know we'll talk about Obi-Wan at some point, but I'm like deep in into, Star Wars. into Star Wars. That's yeah. like all we do at our house. Um, so I watched season one of Stranger Things, and then um, we had What's-His-Name-From-The-Show-On-Twin-Cities-Live, who was so wonderful. David Harbour, who plays... He was the best! Who plays Hopper, fun? Chief Hopper. He was yeah. one of our favorite guests that we've ever had on the show on Twin he Cities was Live. He was so fantastic. He was great. And Rocco, David Hopper, uh, David Harbour, excuse me, who plays Hopper. And by the way, when this hit and we started uh, an episode last night, I said, Lou, know this, we will never skip the intro. This is one of the top 10 intros in my book of all time. Oh, it just sets the table. I think you should table. skip the intro. I think it ruins something about the show. Yeah, gets a little too bingy. Again, we want these things to be experiences. Uh, yes, David Harbour was just so funny. He was in one of those moods where he had been doing press and driving around town and was on this and that. And by the time he came in, he was just, I think, toward the end of his day. I remember he walked in, had a coffee in hand, walked right through during host chat and we see him. And then he was just so 
playful and animated and very funny. He was very we funny. We gotta so dig up great. that interview. We should dig that up and post it somewhere. It that is was really fun. Yeah. Yes. It was. It was so great because then I asked David Harbor at the end of the interview. I said, "You've been doing all the sorts of interviews for Stranger Things. What's a question you haven't been asked today that you thought like, boy, I wish somebody would have asked me that. I would have liked to have talked about that." And his brain fried. He was like. I, I don't even know what to think right now. I don't want to think anymore. You do that. That's your job. And then you said, well, what did you have for breakfast this morning? And he said, I don't eat breakfast. And then we lost our minds. We both, I walked off. He called me a child. It was a very entertaining thing. You're right. I should dig that up and see if we could get that reposted. But uh, we're starting to, uh, I've watched two episodes. You start to understand a little bit more about what happened to Hopper in season uh at the end of last season, season three, there was something that went down, and then you start to okay. learn a little bit more about what went down. But here's my main takeaway so far. No spoilers, so don't worry. You can leave us on. This show, Stranger Things, started creepy with elements of horror, mm-hmm. and now I think it is horror with elements of creepy. It just seems like they have gone, and they realize uh-huh. with each passing episode and each season... They show us something. It's kind of crazy. And this episode, I mean, that that critique may be a little harsh, but two episodes in, Lou and I are both looking at each other saying, whoa, they have dialed up the, we're going to try to freak you out and we're going to try to show you some things that just look more overtly. You would place these things in a horror movie. And there's a thing that happens at the end of the first episode that you're like, oh, this is what you're going to be showing us this season. This is how bad things happen. And it's a lot. And it's so just buckle your chin strap. Most people know that going in. I wish there was still a little more. And there's still mystery in it. Like I'm digging it two episodes in, but they're leaning into it. And I think that happens the more seasons you do of a show where there's a wow factor, where people sort of sit yeah. back in their chair. Yeah, that's f- like Yellowstone. Did they feel like they had to just continually up the ante with the stakes it of just, everything? It like, just evolves to so violent. I mean, yes. there's just so much unbelievable violence that you're like, the last season of it, which was the fourth season. This is kind of interesting. I, I wa- We watched it, and I'm just like, man, I, I just like can't take all this. And you sort of hit a point where you're like, how many times can these people be shot multiple times and left for dead and, and make it through? Like, I... A bomb went off in your building and you're like, I don't know. It just gets a little tricky as as the shows go on. I think they they do feel that way. A critique that just came in from Christian Unser, your executive producer of Twin Cities Mm, Live, who said, Stranger Things, it's because the kids are getting older. Same thing happened with Harry. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. 
With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Potter, the idea is that the audience is getting older too. My pushback to that though is that this show never started for kids. There were kid yeah. actors in it, but it was always very mature in content. Now, the kids are getting older, and so you're seeing that. But I just feel like the uh, the how things happen. You used to see shades of the upside down, this alternate universe. You see, like, glimpses of it. And so there was always this, this mystery that was bubbling, 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 but you would rarely get taken into it and be confronted with it. It was almost the anticipation of it is what led to so much suspense. And this one, they just are showing you stuff, and things look kind of scary. Meanwhile, not scary for uh, the 80s star Kate Bush. Her song, uh, which is called Running Up That Hill, is number one on the charts. And it's because of it being featured in Stranger Things. Oh, I love that. I like the vibe of it, too. Any, any, their music is so stinking good in Stranger Things. They choose just the right song. At just the right moment. Uh, Kate Bush uh, doing well. She uh, now 63 years young and probably overjoyed to have a number one hit on the iTunes charts. And just getting great checks. I hope so. A check showing up and not having to do anything. Like, hey, sweet, here's a million bucks. How great does that sound? Like you could win the lottery or just have your song get a new popularity. There you go. So if you're a budding Kate Bush, put your song out now. And in 40 years, you're going to see some sort of a return on that investment. Good luck, everyone. When we come no back, guarantees. we're going to play a game. Elizabeth is good at so many things. She sucks at games. And yeah. we'll play anyway. The College of Pop Culture Knowledge, 651-641-1071. Call now. Bet on me. Bet on Liz. Bet on the right person. Win a prize. That's next. Good morning. Welcome back. Don and Steve, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine is out today. Elizabeth Reese from Twin Cities Live is sitting in. She is here in her stead. Confirmed. Stead, not steed. Yeah. A steed is a horse, is it not? A steed is a horse, so one could take their steed to their stead. Or perhaps if they wanted to leave their stead, they could call their steed. Is your stead your place, your position? I think it's like your like a homestead. You know, you oh. have to have you have to have a home. You know, you have to click something or tell the city something about it's the homestead to make sure you get don't get charged like exorbitant taxes. That's a funny thing. I got stead here. I got it. First of all, it's spelled S T E A D. That's tricky well, for, because yeah, like you think that I would think mead. Uh, like like the word mead, M-E-A-D. You can't trust the English language for anything. This is why they say it's so difficult to learn, because so many things don't make sense. And there's words that look the same that mean totally different things and are pronounced different. The definition for stead is the place or role that someone or something should have or fill. You wish to have him superseded and to be appointed in his stead. Oh. Let's so play really a game now. Wow. Wow. Time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. I do. 
I mean, I think Elizabeth's going to be smart enough to get uh, some of the questions here. I'm terrible at this. I'm bad at games. I get frustrated. I'm not even a good person to play a game with because I I like I don't like it when I don't get it right. And then <laughs> if I can't think of the answer right away, then I just think there's no point in putting effort towards this. And so then I just give up. It's a it's one of my worst qualities, Rocco, and mm. I'm okay talking about I it. I think I don't know. We'll see. I think you might get some okay. of these. Are you a you have you been to Disneyland or Disney World recently? <laughs> no, no, I don't. I don't like manufactured fun. Oh, That's God. Right. Well, I was gonna play a little bit of music from the Tiki Room. Oh, love the Tiki Room because it's World Parrot Day today. Oh yes. And I was going to, I'm glad I didn't write a Tiki Room question. The Tiki Room has been at Disney World since its opening day, by the way. What is it? Is it a ride? Is it a place? It's a bar? It's it's an attraction that you go into this room and then it's really fun for kids because it's a throwback to the old animatronics that they used at Disney World, which in 1972 was Breakthrough. It's set like a big Tiki Room. It's very themed. And then... They start the song and the lights come on and there are animatronic parrots all over the place. And then they do like a 10 or 12 minute show where they're talking to each other. They do some songs. The walls come to life. There are totem poles. Yes. It's old school. It's like Chuck E. Cheese. Fun. Kind of, but better. Yeah. Better. Are yeah, those animals Disney. dusty? Is there dust on No, no, no. This is not like rat pizza where it's just one of their, the animatronic is always Slow blinking and head turning. These are pretty functional for 1972 animatronics. Well, the point is... I don't know. It's interesting. I thought you'd be a Disney person. I just went to Disneyland last (laughs) month. You were way off. And I kind of was not... I didn't feel the magic, but we'll talk about that You didn't feel the magic. Okay. I feel like there was a lot of stress. I want to... At some point, I'm going to go and I'm going to see. Like, maybe I'll be a person. Because remember, Steve, how I didn't think that I would be into Star Wars? Just I just thought, I don't know. Yes. Now I'm like a total Star Wars nerd, and I love it so much, and it's been a great joy. So I'm I certainly just, open to the possibility. I just mm-hmm. described Elizabeth by name this weekend. We were talking about how parents evolve, and we all say we're not going to do something. And I said, the poster child in my life for that is Elizabeth, because I have... At least eight different things where she heard me talk about something and she was like, oh gosh, I would never do that. And then they made that commercial a few years ago where there was the yeah. couple and they were like, oh, we'll never do that. And then the next scene they're doing that. Oh, but we'll do never it. do that. I don't think, though, the magic is going to hit you at Disney. It, it fills my cup in a meaningful way. I don't think you would love it. There's a lot of waiting. You do have to grind your way to make the magic. I don't like that. Uh-uh. I don't like waiting in line. In hot and, lines. Um, hot. Well, the thing is, there's ways around waiting in the lines, and you have to use the app, but that's one of the parts I found stressful. Like, in order to get on this super Star Warsy ride, I needed to, like, yeah. refresh my app every minute for, like, an hour and a half. No. Until I finally got it, and then I was like, oh, we finally did it. What a waste of time. Right, and then I'm yeah. not enjoying the magic. I'm stressing out over this Star Wars ride. Yeah, they And all you're doing is staring too, at your phone and right. hitting refresh. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I, I kind funny. of am feeling this. Thank you, Elizabeth. Well, here's the deal. I have found some questions to celebrate uh, some parrots in pop culture, to celebrate (laughs) World Parrot Day. All right. Um, World Parrot Day was established in 2004 (laughs) by the WPT World Parrot Trust. And uh, because they want to highlight the threats that uh, parrots face in the wild. Yeah, they should. Parrots are amazing. They're like miracle birds. Fun fact about my parents' house. When we moved in, there was a parrot room where they the <gasps> previous owners had a parrot. 
And it's now my mom's office, but it was a parrot room. And, and they loved their parrots. Did they have like those things hanging from the ceiling where the parrot could perch, like a parrot perch? That's now what my mom uses as her chair. No, that's not true. <laughs> my mom is not sitting on a parrot rod suspended by chains. Rocco, who's on the phone? I was thinking, like, this, this is either a small mom or a large parrot. All right, let's continue. Christine has been on hold for about seven minutes. Hey, We're going to get to this game. <laughs> Christina, oh, was it worth the wait? <clears throat> it felt like Disneyland. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Waiting for the ride, and I hope it's as good. Well, uh, parrots is the I'm topic. I'm there with Elizabeth. Elizabeth, take your kids now, because the magic is gone when you're older. So wow. we just went. Really? Sorry. Look oh, at Jason gosh. Matheson. He's there every weekend. He like lives in the Star Wars land. I think he has a timeshare there. <laughs> yeah. I went when I was five and then when I was 15 and loved it even more when I was 15. And I loved it when I was five. But yeah, to each his own. Sometimes the magic. And you're so it. cheesy too, Steve. That, that, like, that, you love the cheese. I, he loves like manufactured yes. thing. Like totally. was it made? In a factory and not by Mother Nature, I'm in. That's exactly right. Yeah, so it's Mm -hmm. made for someone like me. With that, I feel like I know who you're going to team up with. Are you going to team up with your Disney comrade, uh, Elizabeth? And by that, I mean anti-Disney. I am going to go with Elizabeth. All right, great. I'll step out of the room. treat our guests well. Okay, All right, there goes Steve. You're kind. All right, Christine's going on home. Um, Well, the question, two of these questions do involve Disney, so uh, maybe Christine can help you because she seems like she's into the lifestyle. We'll start with this one, Elizabeth. Okay. Uh, In a 1944 Disney movie, Jose Carioca, a parrot, Donald Duck, and a rooster named Panchito Pistoles are also known as what? I don't know. When do I do I just pass? You can pass, yeah. How about this one? In what Disney film would you find the parrot character Iago? Oh, that is Aladdin. And what musical artist superfans are known as parrot heads? Jimmy Buffett. Okay, so nineteen forty four. Nineteen forty four, Jose Carioca a parrot, Donald Duck, and a rooster named Panchito Pistoles are also known as Can I ask Christine for help? Yes, you can. Okay, Christine, do you have anything? Okay, Christine. Let's do three amigos. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. okay, okay. I don't know. That sounds like the most logical one. <laughs> I think that was a, that's a good choice. I All right. Three amigos. And you feel good about Iago being in Aladdin and yep. uh, Parrot Heads being Jimmy Buffett fans? Correct. Okay, I'm let me open the door here. Okay. Steve can come back in. He's coming back. Christine, don't say anything that will give him any sort of hint. <laughs> hey, guys. He's hey. a tricky devil, so we don't no, want to give him any sort yeah. of hint. I, okay. I just saw Holly Roberts just came in, and she, oh, of course, the producer of the Kalina Bradley Show. She walked by, just taking her helmet off, because I think she bikes to work. She bikes good. to work, And yeah. she's walking fast past me and said, the answer is porcupine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it might be. You her. could go with that. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. It's for all three. All three questions. That's it's the answer. Pie? Yeah. Do it. Okay. So, uh, Christine has a chance to win a My Talk t-shirt, but a lot of it depends on how Steve does here. Yeah. Uh, we'll start with this question, Steve. Uh, in a 1944 Disney movie, mm-hmm. Jose Carioca, a parrot, Donald Duck, and a rooster named Panchito Pistoles are also known as what? The Three Amigos. In what t- Disney film would you find the parrot character Iago? 
Aladdin. And what musical artist's super fans are known as parrot heads? Jimmy Buffett. Let's go back to that first one. 1944 Disney movie, Jose Carioca, a parrot, Donald Duck, and a rooster named Panchito Pistoles are also known as what? I have to stick with that wrong answer. Hmm. We'll see how this goes. Actually, you both said, I'll bring back Christine too, you both said three amigos. Oh, okay. It's very close. It was the three caballeros. Oh, oh. yes. <laughs> what does that mean, Elizabeth, in Spanish? I don't know, because a caballo is a horse. Yeah, I think caballeros is cowboys, maybe? Like cowboys? Oh, okay. Cowboys. Yeah. Here's a bit oh. of a song. We're three happy chappies beneath our sombrero. That's fun. <laughs> okay, so that's that. Uh, you, I so get neither... stressed that this is going to be somehow insensitive to the, the Latino people. Because <laughs> right, it's 1944 Disney, and yeah, I'm like, well, oh, gosh, where are we going? Well, the truth is, yeah, that movie, was, you, um, that movie was yeah. uh, funded by some sort of uh, American outreach thing to be like, hey, let's okay. celebrate Latin America. Oh, okay. Okay, so, that's you know, wonderful, but still better. Right, never still worried about 1944. I think the fear is... It's probably justified. Yes. Um, and then you both got the next two right. Uh, Iago wow. was from Aladdin, Ooh. and Jimmy yeah. Buffett fans are uh, parrot heads. Love it. I once went to a Jimmy Buffett concert in college, you guys. Really? I remember nothing. <laughs> that is how, that's how, like, inappropriately I behaved. And it was at Alpine Valley, and I believe it was fun. But I don't remember much of it. Oh. It was—it's not. It probably wasn't my finest moment. Well, listen, I'm not here to to throw stones. I remember the beginning of this Coldplay concert. The <laughs> end got fuzzier, and then as I'm Except walking, you were like 35 when that happened. Uh, I was 20. <laughs> I know, but I was married at 21, so my I life know. timeline doesn't work yeah. out. All I know is I'm trying to just mind my own business, walk out of U.S. Bank Stadium. This wall walks right into me. <laughs> and it hurt. <sighs> you were a grown adult professional parent. I yeah, was, was a like a, a college student. My my behavior is much more in line with how life should be than yours. Yeah, it was. And the worst part, the most pride cometh before a fall. I said to my wife, hey, a bunch of these people are going to get hammered by them tonight, too. <laughs> no lie. Smash cut to Steve walking into a wall. Shame on me. All cool. right, Anyways, um, okay. how about, do you want to do the tiebreaker, or should we just give uh, Christine the t-shirt? Tiebreaker. All right. Oh, no, we're doing the tiebreaker. She's going to earn it, or else she's going out empty-handed. Okay, I'm going to yeah, play like a lyric uh, of a song that mentions a parrot. I want you to tell me uh, who is the artist singing here. You ready? We just have you, to say it if first. If you know it, say your name, yeah. and then you'll get first dibs. So, say Christine, if you know okay. it, shout your name out. I believe okay. I have it queued up to the line about the parrot. Here it goes. Simple twist of fate. <clears throat> I believe Christine said Bob Dylan. Christine oh, gets yeah. that T-shirt. I was it. One, it sounded like him, but I wasn't oh, I, sure. Yeah. I thought, I, was, hey, I thought we I, had to say the name of the song. I and I, I said was, it was the Can I do something else? Yes, please, Christine. The Can I yours. say happy birthday to the best person in the world, Patty? Today's her birthday. Patty. And that would be she? my gift to her. Oh, Patty. How old is Patty? Um... She is wonderfully young, so I don't know, she's and I'm not going to say that for her. Patty. No, I know how old she is, but she's she's a wonderful person. She's a wonderful soul. 
Happy birthday, Patty. Patty, happy, happy birthday. birthday, Patty. We love you. All right, we got to yeah, go. Yeah, that's really good. Go. I'll give it to you. I'll talk to Christine off the air about her T-shirt size, and you guys uh, send it to commercial break. Uh, here's the worst tease of all time. Tree Talk coming up next. Good morning. Welcome back. It's Don and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Where talk is fun. DJ Rock Lobster is by. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Behind the glass, clomping away, he clomps and he clomps. Elizabeth Reese uh, from Twin Cities Live is in for Donna today. Hi, friends. Before we get I hope to Donna's having a relaxing long weekend. She is. She's up at the cabin. We think you know she's got know. multiple properties, Elizabeth. Multiple. I properties. know. I would love that life. I don't have that. I have a fancy coffee machine, but uh, one property. Girl, yeah, one mortgage with that coffee pot, the Jura E eight <laughs> or whatever it is. Sweet Lord in heaven. That's the um, By the way, before we get into tree talk, which I know people are clamoring for, I'm sure the phone lines are uh, filled up. Uh, remember a couple weeks ago we were talking about the carnival game that I, I went to a small town, grew up in a town of 4,000 people, and there was a game, Elizabeth, that I described. It's called Fat Albert, and we were trying to think of the, the name in the moment. So there was this guy who was like a celebrity when he comes to your town with a local carnival, and he had a headset on and everything. He would ring this bell, and out would come this uh, this mouse or this this albino rat onto oh. like a roulette table, essentially. And there A were, real live rat. Real live rat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. White rat, long tail. And then he would go, and then the on this wheel, there were just a bunch of colors. Red, yellow, black, orange, purple, pink, all that. You put your money down on which one you think, and then whichever hole the rat dives down into, and there's a tin cup waiting for him, which is how you would then collect the rat for the next round. Uh, oh. If they landed on yours, you would win money. So it was a pretty, you know, crazy kind of a game there. I will grant you that. But um, let me see if I can find it. There was a woman who just said that they had a small town fair when they were growing up, and... It was a bunch of squares on the ground with different colors, and there were chickens. So they would let a bunch of chickens go, and then you had to choose which, put your money down, on which colored square you thought a chicken would first crap on. (laughs) And then that was how you won. And she said, so imagine you just have people cheering now, having wagered money, cheering for this chicken to take a crap on the correctly colored square. I mean, small town America. It's really this something. This is great. This is what we did before screens. We had to get creative. We didn't right. have all this fancy schmancy blinking blocking uh-uh. stuff. It was just like you got to use what the good Lord gave you and right. find some way to have fun. And, wow. Yeah, and usually it involves albino rats or chickens. Have fun out there, everybody. God bless America. Um, I want to talk to you about yard work. Can I just say this? We did, I did the hardest yard work I've ever done in my life on Friday into Saturday. We have 715 square feet, and we know this because we had to look it up, 715 square feet of um, planters, you know, like garden beds, like for flowers, flower beds sort of a thing, where we had mulch. We have some other planters in the backyard for, for trees, but we were just doing the ones that were near the house. We wanted to change them from mulch two years later. To rock. Let's bite the bullet and let's do do it. This This is crazy. So we take up 
all of the mulch. First, you have to remove the mulch. And at first I said, I bet you could shop vac that mulch. Let me tell you something. There was so much mulch. So much mulch. I mean, I must have filled a wheelbarrow 40 times. It was unbelievable how much mulch there was. And then you have to call the rock company and say, here's how much square footage we have. How much rock do we need? And then you go and you pick out your rock. Well, we get delivered to our driveway on Friday uh, eight tons of (gasps) rock, which, math, that's 16,000 pounds. And I just want to (gasps) say this. Lou and me uh, were, now Lou, you know, she's got neck surgery, so she can't do the shoveling. She was spreading yeah. rock. But we had uh, me, my 14-year-old nephew, Trey, shout out to him. Boy, did he prove to us that he could work hard. We had all the other kids chipping in. Uh, they had varying levels of commitment. You know, Grayson won the under-14 division, and nobody else qualified. It was like, you know, <laughs> there was one of my nephews was laying on the grass. We were 10 minutes into the work. He was laying down, watching his aunt <laughs> spread rock. Anyway, we moved in five hours, 16,000 pounds of rock. And it was, there is there is no hack. It is one shovel at a time, unless you get like a bobcat, which that's out of my skill set. One yeah. shovel at a time, like working in a quarry. I don't know, prison labor. You shovel it into a wheelbarrow, and then you put it in. But the feeling of satisfaction that we had five hours later, as now we have rocks, with the mulch is gone. The mulch was terrible with the dog and the kids because yeah. the kids run through it, and there's always mulch everywhere, on the patio, on the front stoop, in the yard. Heavy mm-hmm. rock just it. stays yeah. down. But, oh, my word, Elizabeth, It anyone who's ever moved rock before, one freaking shovel and wheelbarrow at a time, you know it is not for the faint of heart. So did you keep, you just kept the plants in there, right? Yes. You kept, like, your landscaping plants, mm-hmm. and then you pulled out all the mulch, and then you put all the rock in. Yeah. Oh, wow. And we, did, yeah, we didn't have, like, stuff. a ton of adults. It was, you know, we were a bare-bones crew, and it was really yeah. tough. My friend Nick came down at one point, and we had a really powerful about hour and a half of just constantly going and going. But, sheesh, and but when that shows up, like when they came and they dumped the delivery mm-hmm. in the driveway, mm-hmm. did you think like, shoot, we did the wrong thing? No, that, not at that moment. At that moment, you're excited. It was about really? three hours in when I said, <laughs> I, don't know if the, I don't know if it's gotten any smaller. The pile, I don't know if it's gotten yeah. any smaller. But it's like... You can never tell when when your body starts to change shape because you're around it too much. I had another neighbor who came by, and I said, I don't know if this is getting any smaller. And he said, no, 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 it has. Look at the dust circle on your driveway. That's how wide the load used to be, and it yeah, is. Did you it's say shrinking. stop observing and pick up a shovel? Yeah, that's right. Like, well, honestly. I've got you. Well, actually, he, you know, he came over and gave us a sled and a John Deere, and he said, fill the sled up, and then you can John Deere it around. So we had helpful neighbors. Oh, that's pretty good. I my recollection of something similar was when Jay built um, new raised beds for me in the backyard in this garden, and hauling all that dirt. Like he was slowly losing the light in his eyes as the project <laughs> continued. Yeah, and then we thought, God bless the landscapers who do it every yes. day and are like, guess what I have to do tomorrow? Landscaping again. Hard, hard workers. We didn't even get the tree talk. I planted oh. six new trees. I'll find time before the end of the show. Uh, hey, the new, the latest Star Wars series is out on Disney Plus. We both watch it. Tell you about it next. Pop quiz: What can you buy for three ninety nine? Not a latte, but for less than the cost of a cup of coffee, you can get all your favorite music ad free. 
While other streaming services jack up their prices, Live One's membership is only $3.99 per month. And you can lock in that price for a full year. Join now to get the best deal in music with zero ads, unlimited skips, and maximum audio quality. Get the music you love at a price that fits into your budget with Live One Plus. Check out liveone.com slash best music for details.